But it's important for us to recognize that if I continue to let myself fantasize about perfect somebody, what I'm living in my life right now is going to feel less than ideal. You know how people say perspective is everything? Well, today I want to talk about how the fact that our brain creates our reality affects relationships. Hello, Wellness Warriors. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your keto psychologist. I make these videos so that people understand that your mental health and physical health come together creating that overall sense of well-being. If you find these kind of videos helpful, please subscribe. We are constantly getting signals from our world through our five senses. So everything that we can see, hear, smell, taste, touch. But then we also have other senses that we use to understand our world. So the sense of heat, the sense of distance, the se right? So our, our sense of orientation. What we don't often think about is how our brain takes all of this information and creates a representation of what we're living. Today, I want to talk about how that representation that I'm creating right now. So for me, it's sitting in my office, recording this video for you with a camera in front of me and a microphone above me, right? This sensation of being in this space, my brain is creating it for me at this moment. And of course it's happening and it feels real because it is real. At the same time, our brain also has the ability to take memories of stuff like this and recreate in very real form a feeling like this. Now, that ability to kind of recreate a situation and me live it as if it's actually happening, we use quite often in psychology to help people accomplish things. For example, in sports, they use that idea so that people can rehearse their shots without having to be on the actual court all the time. Or for example, we use the same idea when we meditate and place ourselves in a hot, sunny area, even though where we are is not hot and sunny. Um, we also use the same idea in hypnosis that I can hypnotize someone for, and have them as if in a real scenario that's not actually happening. So it's important for us to understand that whether or not I'm actually living something or imagining that I'm living something experientially, as long as I allow myself to engage experientially, for me, it's the same. And we need to understand what that means for everyday life. So what does it mean when I engage with others that I have the ability to do what I just said? So let's look at an example. What would it mean if I allow myself to daydream about a relationship with a sexier, wealthier, funnier person than the person I'm actually dating, right? And we might think of that as an innocent diversion that's not gonna have a real impact on your relationship. But in fact, while I'm living that innocent diversion and I'm allowing myself to actually engage in that fantasy, for me, it's as if living it. And what happens if what I'm living in this fantasy is better than what I'm living in real life? What happens when I leave my fantasy and I come back to my real life? How am I now feeling about the life that I'm actually living? It's important for us to understand that our mind is so powerful and our mind directs us. So our mind determines what we do and what we think about what we do. And so if I'm living this fantasy, but then I'm living in a relationship that even if it's a good relationship is not as good as my fantasy, that fantasy will have an impact on my relationship. So now what's happening. I'm actually giving myself mixed messages about my spouse. 
because my spouse can't live up to this imagined person that I have in my head. So all of a sudden I can become snappy and cold with my spouse. I can start finding fault with things that didn't used to bother me before. I could expect my spouse to be doing things that they don't even know they should be doing because they cannot read my mind. And I haven't told them about this fantasy that I'm living. And in fact, what ends up happening is that we ruin the real relationship we have in front of us. Now, this sounds far-fetched, but I want you to stop and think about something. How often have you, either yourself, started to date someone, but then you're kind of got this laundry list of what you're looking for, and if they can't meet up to this laundry list, you discard them? Or have you had friends who did that? who had this perfect image of a person that they're looking for and anyone who deviates from that, thrown away. See, we don't even realize we're doing it half the time because we're not doing it in the gigantic fantasy way that I described at the very beginning, but we do do it. We do create these impossible qualities that we want the person to have. And if they don't have those qualities, all of a sudden it's a red flag. I want us to understand that although it's good to have an idea of the person you're looking for, we also need to be realistic that if we create an almost realistic version of this person in our head and expect someone to walk into our life and match that, that's not quite possible. Part of the problem that happens when we allow ourselves to engage in this type of fantasy idea of what a perfect spouse would be, perfect relationship would look like, and it doesn't even have to be a, a not real person. Maybe there's a coworker at work who's like super nice at work, or maybe there's, you know, a, a movie character or like there might actually be a real person that you believe embodies this, this um, idealness for you. Here's the problem. Until you're actually in a relationship with that person, you really don't know how that person would be treating you, right? Like the truth is, we go to work and we know that we are often much more polite, much more on task, much more, like we're at work. We're not at home and we're not in a, a friendship type situation where we're gonna be quote unquote ourselves. And we're gonna maybe let ourselves, you know, be less than perfect. So even if I see this person in my real world, it doesn't mean that what I'm seeing there is what I would get in a relationship. Now, hopefully it is, but until you engage, you're not gonna know. And if you're currently in a relationship that's not working, is it worth it to you to put down a relationship that maybe I could work on and create what I need here for something that we're not sure about what it would be there? It depends. My spouse is not gonna know what I'm looking for until I say what I'm looking for. As soon as I say, I'm looking for X, Y, Z, then there's a chance for my spouse to give me what I'm looking for. Now, maybe that will happen because my spouse, A, can give it, B, is interested in giving it, and so therefore the relationship moves forward. Maybe it won't happen because my spouse either A, can't give it, or B, isn't interested in giving it, and then the relationship will end. And I think that it's important for us to understand that the thing that I imagine in my mind Again, even if my spouse tries to give me what I have imagined in my mind, it might not look like that because my spouse is giving me their interpretation of what I've said. But it's important for us to recognize that if I continue to let myself fantasize about perfect somebody, what I'm living in my life right now is gonna feel less than ideal. It's important when you're in a relationship to be all in on the relationship. 
to make sure that you're engaging with this person fully and honestly. And having fantasy ideas that either A, discard the spouse for somebody else, or B, compares the spouse to somebody that's an unfair comparison. And we see this a lot, again, in relationships where perhaps one of the people in the relationship is watching videos um, that portray, you know, a sex life that's perfect or or uh, an attitude towards that person as perfect. So sometimes it's not only coming from within our head, sometimes it's coming from um, movies and videos that we allow ourselves to watch and don't realize that this is pretend, it's made up, it's not real. And what you have in your actual life is real. A lot of the times I can leave the spouse feeling like they're not good enough. And of course, if I don't feel good enough, again, my mind creates my story. If I don't feel good enough, I might stop trying. It really is important for us to understand that we create our own reality. And so therefore, if I'm allowing myself to create either a dual life or I'm allowing myself to create a reality that says I'm not good, that is what I will live. Sometimes when we get too deep into this, it can be really hard to get ourselves out of it. If you want to improve your relationship, then rather than imagining that your spouse is perfect or a perfect spouse, <laughs> work with the spouse that you do have and create the ideal story between the two of you. And if you need assistance to do that, you know, you can seek therapy or you can just talk about it and work it out together, whichever one is gonna work for you. I hope you found this video helpful. For more videos like this, subscribe, ring the bell so you know when more videos are coming out like this because I love talking to you guys and helping you to improve your life. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week.